Come more often. Gotta move back there to Israel. Shalom Rebelli. You'll have noticed that I only come to live share Motsi Shabbos with my son Yonatan. I don't see him here. Is he here? God? Not here. Sometimes he comes to Motsi Shabbos with the son. Fortunately, I'm not able to come during the week. You're probably thinking as to why I'm saying, fortunately, Baruch Hashem, getting Yonatan and Aviatar ready for school, and something's taking Aviatar. This guy, I'm away, he's bad. I put the shear on. The kids are, we have now had Aviatar for nine months, and he's 14 months old, as his parents live in Kiryat Arba. Take him about twice a month. What a tremendous chus. Came to us with a few medical issues. The kids, I'm saying this email because of the chesed that this guy does, and he's living it. We also spend time going with him for checkups and specialists based at Adas and Kerem, and Hashem. He's doing well in our family and we love and adore him so much and he loves us. After all this, there are a few things that I've realized with my involvement with the DAF. First of all, I can drive and watch the DAF at the same time. The DAF and you accompany me on my journeys. Without a doubt, Evitar has been our golden dove. So even though I only get to the live share once a week, or maybe that not even, my heart is affixed day in Day out to America's Afyoimi and to you, and positively give me an entire day my family. This, I express my cards to Chavez, God, God, Carlos. Proud family of Mendel Pilchik. Poor morning, no explanation necessary. This picture speaks for itself. Keep it up, Mendel. Here he is, staggering away on Purim. Dear Valley, my name is Lee Margulis. I recently joined MDY as a result of my previous Afyoimi Shir, Daf Academy. Okay, this is my first go at Daf Yoimi. And GD willing, not my last. I find MDY to be very user-friendly and entertaining. With Passover coming up soon, do you have any advice how not to fall behind with Daf Yoimi? Wishing you and your family, no, it's not your father-in-law talking, chill. Many blessings, sincerely, Mr. Lee Margulis from Stony Brook, Long Island, New York, USA. It is taka, big problem. A lot of people fall off the bandwagon over Yontif. And the only maybe small piece of advice that I could give, which I don't usually give, is that if you connect the daf to something that's a constant, let's say shachris, breakfast, that you do the daf immediately after davening, immediately after breakfast, so there's something to something tangible. You don't just push it off and say, okay, well, I'll get to it. I'll get to it later and I'll get to it. And then eventually the day goes by and then you don't have any strength anymore. Maybe that's an idea. 
But of course, if you fall behind, skip ahead and join us when once Yantav is over. Keep up now, catch up later. Rafal says, Dear Rib Eli, I know you're a super busy dude. So I'll keep this message short. My name is Rafal. I'm a college student who made my first ever seal. First ever. Misachtas Megillah from Yeshia right before Purim. I'm writing to express my truest akars to you and all those who bring such holy vibes to MDY and allow me to bring Torah into my life. I'm now joining the middle of Nazar. I'm very hyped to get up to Saita soon. My rabbi told me, it's all about this lady that blows up and stuff. So I'll be sticking around. <laughs> Thank you again, Rabbi Rafal. I have to say that Saita is one of the most amazing misachtas, one of the most gishmaks misachtas. Many, many different sugyas, a lot, a lot of agadata and like very important things about Yiddishkeit. It's not only about a woman blowing up, it's about a lot of gishmaka stuff. The Koilo is sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood. The second sponsor of Koilo by supporting Torah, Sernan and Abitachan. The Mesechta is sponsored by Meiser. The second sponsor is Mesechta, the Nishmazchai Bas Yosef by Anonymous. The Paras Achoydesh, the Nishmazchai Ben Moshe. Another Paras Achoydesh, the Nishmazchai Ben Yehuda by his community, was a Holocaust survivor, overcame many challenges, inspired his family, friends, and entire community during his nearly 100 years in this world. Third, Paras Achoydesh by Anonymous from Flatbush for continued mazel, bracha, and clarity. Fourth, Paranus, Landy family, I missed this on Friday. Rufur Shleima, four. Ruva Chaim, Ben, Mashkit. Mem Shin Kuf Tov. Tess. Huh? Oh, it's Matzah Shabbos. Okay, you can talk as much as you want to Ruva Chaim, Ben, and the art for a complete refuah for Chaim Tzvi, Ben Leah. Welcome to all the guests. We have some mamish. Shalom Aleichem. What's your name? Where are you from? Well, the inn. New, right? Whew. Close call there. You're not new. You're from Miami. What are you doing here? Came to see you. Ah, Yishkoyach. I walk around you flying with my, I got 20 new friends because of my sweatshirt. Really? Absolutely. You tell them they dive in that special shawl, the no talking shawl? Absolutely. Just tell me real quickly, what's up with that shawl? Because it's not like super Haredi people over there. It's all sorts. It's It's uh, even modern guys. And then nobody talks. Nobody even wants to talk. Why? You get shot in the head if you do. (laughs) Ah. But why would someone like my son, who's... He's, everyone's like that in there. But, but, but he likes it. He likes the fact that... It's not about the fear. My son doesn't like diving there because of the fear. He likes it because... It's one, and, the, and the kiddush afterwards? Did you see the kiddush? Ooh. Fly from pomegranate, right? You know what a JFK shul is? Yeah, just for kiddush. It's a JFK shul. No, it's not just for kiddush. No, it's not just that. The kiddush is the icing on the cake. That's why... It's icing on the cake. Got it. All right. Who else do we have here? Oh! I was watching Psachim and you're there and you, you come on Trusham Purim. I said over there two years ago that on Trusham Purim you come and I like when you come. So you should for coming today also. Rabbi said, we're holding Nafim Bavim in Beis. Brand new Mishnah, brand new Sugyo. The Mishnah on the bottom, Mem Vavim in Beis. So, of course, you have the guy who brings his Karbanas, here he goes, he brings his Karbanas to the Yisamigdash. And when he's done with his Karbanas, he shaves. These are his Karbanas. He shaves. So, he shakes one animal, and he decides to shave. And then he finds out that the animal's puzzle. How's the puzzle? Says Taisvis, either... The, all the blood spilled, or they took the blood out of the base Migdash, or the blood became Tameh, or I'm just adding this, the guy had a machshava, the Kayan thought, a bad thought while he was doing it, a bad thought meaning he thinks he's going to take the blood and pour it on the Mizbeach after the Zman, the lot of time. So we consider the carbonous puzzle. Now what do we do? We have a problem, because the only time you you shave your hair is after you bring the carbon, at least one. Now it turns out that he shaved his hair before he brought a carbon. Why? Because the carbon is possible. So this is similar to a listim 
some guy shaves off your hair before the end of your Naziros. So what do you do in such a situation? You have to go 30 days again. You need 30 days of hair. So it doesn't count for anything. And he must bring Karbanas all over again. Now, the first, the very first Mishnah, if you learn Zvachim, don't answer this question. The very first Mishnah in Zvachim, we keep on going back to this Mishnah over and over, is if a person brings a carbon and the Kayin has the wrong intent, he says, this is not a Oila, this is a Chatas. It's not a Chatas, this is a Shlamim. It's not a Shlamim, this is a Taida. So there are two Karbanas that you take the carbon and throw them into the garbage. What are those two Karbanas? A chatos says, what's your name again? Chaim Kimchi says chatos again, before the adults. Does Chaim Kimchi know what the second one is? What's the second one? What did you, who said? Yoni? Did you tell it to him? <laughs> Maybe. MDY kids. MDY kids. MDY kids. Pesach Bismana. What does that mean, Bismana? He's right. That's the lesson of the Mishnah, actually. Another kid, another empty white kid. What's what's his? I know Zalman Tzvi. What's his name again? So David, the younger one. Zalman Tzvi, did you tell him the answer? <laughs> okay. When did you learn it? At school. Some kids actually listen in school. It's unbelievable. So there are two garbanas that have to only two. If the Kayan thinks to himself that this carbon Pesach, an Erev Pesach, is not a carbon Pesach, it's a carbon Chatos, take it and throw in the garbage. If any day of the year the, car, the Kayan thinks to himself, this carbon Chatos is not a Chatos, it's an island, it's a shlamim, eh, take it and throw it in the garbage. But any other carbon, a Shlamim, if the Kayan messes up, either on purpose or by mistake, he says, this is not a Shlamim, this is an Ayla, this is not a Shlamim, this is a... it's a good carbon. It's just not good for the guy that brought it. The guy that brought it has to bring a new one. But you take it and you put it on the Mizbeach, everything is good. There's only two that are not good. So based on that, says the Mishnah, it's the same idea over and over, it's Chazara, the Mishnah does Chazara here. Gilach alachatos, right? One of the three korbanas you have to bring is a chatos. So he thinks, he, he thinks the chatos is good. He brought a chatos and it takes a good shave. But the chatas is shaloy lishma. The whole chatas, the kayan thought himself, it's not a chatas, it's a shlamim. Right? And the chatas is in a keva. It can't be a shlamim. But he messed up. He says a shlamim. And then the other two, two out of the three are good. One he messed up on. So the haircut is no good because the haircut was based on the first one. The first one never happened. You take it and you throw it away. The kids are, nothing went good for this guy. Why? Because when he took his haircut, and it wasn't a good haircut, so now he has no right bringing two more karbanas. So you can't bring a shlamim and an ayla. The shlamim and ayla you brought don't, don't add up to anything. Okay, you put on the mizbeach, it's a good nadava. But he can't say in 30 days from now, when he regrows his hair for 30 days, oh, I already brought my oil and shlamim. You brought your oil and shlamim after you took a haircut in the wrong time. If listen come and shave off your hair and you go bring two karbanas, zero. Nothing happened. So all the karbanas that he brought don't add up to anything. One of them goes into the garbage. But what about the other two? The oil... If the Kayim messes up on the island, says it's not an Ayla, it's a Chathas, what do you do? You put it on the Mizbeach. The same thing for the Shlamim. Gilach al Ayla, So the Kayim messed up on the Shlamim or the Ayla. And then he took a haircut. So once again, same exact halacha, according to Tanakama. You take the Shlamim. And you put it on the Mizbeach. Why do you put it on the Mizbeach? Because it's a shlamim of an adava. 
but it has nothing to do with the Nazar. It didn't do anything for the Nazar. Why? Because the Kohen had the wrong thought. The Kohen thought to himself, this is a Ayla, not a Shlamim. But what do you do with it? You don't throw it in the garbage, you put it on the Mizbeach. Rabbi Shimon Oimer. Rabbi Shimon says something, it doesn't really say the words in the Mishnah, but you can see it, it's very obvious from the Gemara. But Rabbi Shimon says that since I take his Shlamim and he put it on the Mizbeach, and here's the Givaldi Kishayla Rabbi If Ruvain is an Ozer, and Ruvain decides to bring a Matana to Hashem, he brings a Shlamim to Hashem, nothing to do with his Nazirus. Could he take his own hair and cut off his hair and put it under the pot of that Shlamim? It's an Adava. It's nothing to do with his Nazirus. Nuhila, what's the answer? Ah. Who said no? I said no. Avashar Zvachamalu says, Rib Shimon, that, okay, the Kayin messed up on the Shlamim, and the Kayin said it's not a Shlamim Tzayla, but his haircut is a good haircut because he took a haircut on, on a Dava. So since it's a good haircut, then the, the, the following Korbanas that he brought, the, the next two that he brings, the oil and the chatas, they're good. They're uh, oil and the chatas that came for a nazir who took a good haircut. Why did he take a good haircut? Because he brought a, a nadava. Why is it a nadava? He didn't want it to be a nadava. He wanted it to be his nazir, uh, shlamim. But the kayin messed up. The kayin messed up on purpose. He hates this guy. Wanted to ruin his korbanas, let's say. Or he didn't hate him. It was a mistake. Whatever the reason is. But he thought in his mind, this is not a shlamim, this is a taida, this is a ayla, I don't know what. So you can take this shlamim, put it in the pot, cook it. Comes the nazir, gets a haircut, takes his hair, puts it under the pot. What kind of shlamim is it? It's not a nazir shlamim, it's an adav shlamim. But it's good enough, says Rav Shimon. And since it's good enough, the next two karbanas that he brought, the ayla and the khatas, they're regular ayla and khatas of a nazir. So now he owes the base hamikdash one karban, the original shlamim. Now, another halacha. Avshar zvachem alu vimgilacha If he took one haircut after he brought all three karbanas, the oila shlamim and chatas, vinim tzachem em kosher, one out of three turns out to be okay, tiglach tekshera. The man of shach, his haircut is a good haircut because he based it on one of the three karbanas. One of the three is good. V'yavishar zvachem, and whatever one is good is good. And the rest he should re- replace. Says the Gemara. So now we explained it nicely. Now we know that according to Reb Shimon, why is his haircut a good haircut? Because the shlavim that he brought, even though the kain messed up, is in the dava. Tanakhama doesn't hold like that, but Reb Shimon holds that if even though you use some random carbon of Nidava that has nothing to do with the Nazir, and you put the hair under the pot, it's good. My time Because he learns it from a positive. How come the Torah is not more specific to say, to put it underneath your Shlamim, you, your Nazir Shlamim? Because it doesn't have to be the Shlamim of a Nazir. It could be the Shlamim of a Nidava. Daf, Mem, Zayin, Brand new Mishnah. The unsponsored official Mishnah. Mishin is like all of Echod Mina Domin Vinitma. Huh? Ah. Well, okay. Official sponsoring the Rufuas, Romanashe, Benchana, Brocha. Mishin is like all of Echod Mina Domin Vinitma. They did Zrikas Adam. We know what Zrikas Adam is. We saw the picture many times in the last week or two. The Kayan, one of the four Avaidas, you shech the animal, then you receive the blood in a vessel. You take the blood, you walk it, Hoylacha, to the Mizbeach, and finally he takes the blood, throws it, tosses it in a certain way on the Mizbeach. That's Zrikas Adam, the final Avaida of the four Avaidas. Mishan Israel of Echem Adam, Vinitma. So, there's a whole process of how 
another becomes tar. How he finishes off his naziris. He didn't finish everything yet, but he's in the middle. He's almost done. He's right there. He's at the at the finish, almost at the finish line. The throwing the blood on the on the mizbeach from one of the korbanos. Rebbeleizer says we already learned Rebbeleizer holds that you have to do everything, 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 including tnufa akol. They didn't do everything, and he became Tomei. Somebody dies right there inside. I have to go back. I have to see what I said. Somebody told me I said it wrong when we're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu with Atzmas Yosef. I, 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 two people told me that I said it wrong. I said you could bring the Atzmas into the Machna Leviyah. I said more than that. What? Into the Azara. It's up until Machna Leviyah. Machna Leviyah goes up until Sharni Connor. Then from there on, Shar Shechina. So that person can go into the Zisnashim, not into the Azara. Mistake. What other mistake? Oh, Mishkoyal pointed out another mistake I made. Uh, in Yoshi's drawing, you see the, the guy doing Knufa like this. But it's Muchach that there's a kind there also helping him out. So we got to change the drawing. Kain assists him. Fine. Mishin is Adam. The guy becomes Tommy. Bez Hashem, no more mistakes for next week or so because the Rishkoyal is going out of town. <laughs> it doesn't mean that there won't be mistakes. Just no way to on it. But Menachem Mate is back in town, so yeah, where is he? He's here today, no? Hi! Been very quiet lately. Marrying off his son. Okay, safe trip. When are you leaving? Mamash after Shiri going? Wow. Okay. Mission is a girl of Dom and Vinitma. Rebeleza's the opinion you have to do everything. If you don't do one of the things that you need to do, then you didn't finish off your Naziris. So now, unfortunately, the guy becomes Tomei in the middle of the process. So he has to start all over. But the Gemara is going to explain it doesn't mean all over. We learned this a few times in the Masech, that when you become Tomei at the tail end, at the at Mavish at the finish line, when he's done with his Naziris, he's just in the Beis Hamikdash getting things done. So then how much do you have to go back? Seven days. Because he's a Tomei. Not because he really has to go back. It's not like before we said he has to go back 30 days because he needs here for 30 days. Over here, he's Tame. So a person who's Tame can't finish what he needs to do. So anyways, he has to wait seven days. Chacham say no. At the end of the day, he accomplished the, the goal. He finished his Naziros by doing what he did. And Mamela, all you need to do is finish off your karbanas and you're good to go. Vietar. Omerloi, ha? Huh? Yeah, one carbon. So he has to finish off his karbanas. Omerloi, Maisa be Miriam had tarmoidus. Tarmoidus, it's an interesting place because the Zayar says that Shleim Amelk used to fly there every day. He used to get on a, on a Nesher and go there every day. We learned once in Yavamis that tar, tarmoid is, is all Mamzerim over there. So there's a lady, Miriam at Termoidish, and Israel Galel, Echomen Adamin. Huh? Hanukkah was the Friday. 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 She obviously was in a zero, and she's in the middle of the process. They told her, your daughter is dying. I just thought of a story. I don't know if I should say it here. It's Moses Shabbos. I already said the story. It's... Mm. Eh. Weiter? Weiter. Vati said Weiter. Okay. No, it's just, it's a weird story. Okay. I, I said the story with the, with the, the hotel, in, Intercontinental Hotel in Chicago with the two floors. And I wanted to bring my wife there, and I finally brought her there. When did I say the story? How long ago did I say the story? What? 
How many times have you said the story? Just tell the story. No, if I said it like a month ago, I can't say it. No, okay. Okay, Vikitzer. It's a, it's a mother's story. Don't don't put on your shorts. The the after my chasam, I swear surprised my wife, my kala and I with this intercontinental suite. It's a two-story suite, a very expensive suite. And we went there. So on my first anniversary, I decided to be a big chacham. I'm gonna bring my wife to this suite. So I go, I call them up. <coughs> And the guy tells me, uh, yeah, no problem, it's a thousand dollars. A thousand? No way, I don't know. A thousand dollars? Forget it. It's like a few years go by. So I said, okay, now I already uh, just left Kylo, I could afford it. Call them up. It's a two thousand dollars a night. It's like, forget it. Okay, we'll have to. Anyways, 20 years go by. 20 years go by. I said, I don't care, no matter what the price is, I'm getting this, this suite. I got it. So I forget, because I was so excited about this idea, I forgot that we own hotels and we could get discounts. And I, all I need to do is call up my brother-in-law, probably get it for me if I have free. The kids are, so I go down there, I tell the guy, how much is it? He says, $5,000. I made up my mind, no problem, I have to do it. It's 20 years, $5,000, $5,000. So I say, okay, but do me a favor. I, I, I want to do this whole thing. What's the Shabbos? I want to come there and pretend that, yeah, give me the key. So he gives me a key. Mother Chavez, I tell my wife, you know, it's an anniversary, maybe we should go downtown Chicago. So we go downtown Chicago, we start walking by this hotel. She goes, hey, you remember this hotel? I said, yeah. She said, let's go check it out. So we go check it out. I said, maybe we can find the room. So we go upstairs and then we get to the room and the room, uh, beep, beep, it opens up and we go in. What's this? I told her the whole thing, fine. So in there and I, there's, there's a balcony. So I said, why don't you go on the balcony? I, I took a picture of her with her cow dress in the balcony. I said, you take, the, take a picture right here. And then her phone starts ringing. What's this? It's her father. Okay, hello? He says, get down here right away. You have to go to the hospital immediately. Your son, Kivi, he has appendicitis. Come right now. It's okay. <laughs> Jump, went back in the car. I was, we were in their room for $5,000 for three minutes. My sister, I have the pictures. If anybody wants to see the pictures. What? Which picture? Yeah. Yeah. And then we have the pictures of us in the hospital with my son. <laughs> and I forgot, of course, I've, if anybody knows me, I did not go back to the hotel and say, hey, uh, could, could we have a refund? Could we do it again? Nothing. It's like just $5,000 for three minutes. Okay. That was uh, why I just remember now. They told her about her daughter. Very, very dangerous situation with her daughter. Daughter's dying. Now, the rest of the story is not the same. Different. Different ending. I, of course I told the story. I never told it in Shir? I told you the story for sure, but I never said it in Shir. Never said it in Shir. Okay. I don't know if I can find you pictures without my wife. I'll show you that. I'll send you some pictures. What? You want another story, Avi? <laughs> Please not. Okay, once I said the story, I might as well say another story that I didn't want to say. Okay, so what happened was she's in the middle of doing the, she's mamish in the middle of the process, but she gets the phone call that her daughter's not doing well. She drops everything, runs to see what's going on with the daughter, and unfortunately the daughter dies. So she became Tommy to the daughter, so this is the story of the Mishnah. So they said, okay, it's not a problem. She doesn't have to start over. She doesn't have to just bring the rest of the Kurbanas. And that's it. So because according to Chachamim, once you have Zrik of one carbon, the Nezirus is over and done with. So in other words, the first carbon that she brought, in this case, she is a good carbon. And that's it. So now you just have to fix, figure out the rest of the karbanas. But the first carbon is good carbon. So the Gemara just talks about the Lashon. What do you mean, Saiser Sakal? What do you mean that if you became Tomei, you have to start all over again? Anything that happens after the Naziris is over, 
Shiva Saiser, you only break up, you only have to go back seven days. And again, the explanation is not that you go back, but the Pshat is that you're Tomei, and if you're Tomei, you have to wait seven days anyways. Pshat is, you go and you break. What do you break? The Karbanas, according to Rebbe Lezer. But you, all, you only have to go back seven days. So if a person was a Nazar for 25 years, that was his term, and he became Tomei all the way at the end, you don't have to go back 25 years. You'll, you go back seven days. So what do you break? You break the Karbanas. You have to bring the Karbanas. And it makes a lot of sense. Chacham argue on one point. Chacham argue, you don't have to bring all three. You just have to bring two out of the three. In other words, the first one is good. That Rebeliezer argued, he said you have to bring all three Karbanas. But they're not arguing on how many days. They're arguing on Karbanas. If you have two people going together, a coin gadol and a nazir. They're not metama, they don't become tame for the relatives of a metamim lemeis mitzvah. So, meis mitzvah, as we know, is a huge mitzvah. According to the Rambam, it happens to be a mitzvah de raisa, it's an assay. Most Rishonim argue, they say it's not a mitzvah de raisa, because if it was, then a lot of things don't make sense. Then, then it's a, an assay against a lois assay, then you don't have to say it because it covered abrius and stuff like that. Okay. But it's a, it's a mitzvah. It's a big mitzvah and it, it pushes off even a kain gadol. You imagine the Galadar, the kain gadol, we need him there. He happens upon a body, he has to bury it. And another as well. It's a very interesting Shiloh here. A person finds out his wife has to give birth on Shabbos. And he's a lot of Michal Shabbos. His wife is giving birth on Shabbos, a lot of Michal Shabbos. So let's just say, let's chop uh, some Chil Shabbos. Turning on the light. Let's call that a Chil Shabbos. And he's allowed to turn on the light. Is he Mechoyev? I want to hear what the Tamil Chacham have to say here. If we had one of those devices from Kahoot, everybody could push a button. Let's say he knows for a fact that his neighbor has a flashlight that's on right now, but it's three o'clock in the morning. Does he have to knock on his neighbor's door and ask for the flashlight? Or he could just flip on the switch? Okay, I mean, you can ask the question a million different ways. I'm asking a very simple thing. Why does he need the light? I don't know why he needs the light. He needs the light. He needs a phone. His, 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 his neighbor could do it without a Chil Shabbos. He could do it with a Chil Shabbos. Does he go to the neighbor, yes or no? No. What? It won't change the Bikuach Nefesh at all. What? For sure he has to. Anybody else want to argue? For sure he doesn't, ha- for sure he doesn't have to. 100% not. 100% yes. Rashkel is wrong. Rashkel is right. What do you say? Gneva Shaina. Okay. No, knock on, I'm asking knocking on the neighbor's door. If it's a Shabbos Nidcha? I know. When you have to, everything goes aside. But I could avoid the Bikur Nevish by knocking on my neighbor's door and getting the Chil Shabbos from him. He has it already. Okay, so. Rib Shlem is Alman brings a ride from this Sogyo. It's Yotze tomorrow night. And you were Mechavit and Rishlam Zaman Oyevach. Some argue on him. Some argue. But the brings a riot from here. Why? Listen to this. He says that a Kayin Gadol that's walking in the street and finds a body, he could bury the body or he can make a phone call and it'll cost him $1,000 and they'll bury it for him. Does he have to make that phone call? Does he have to spend $1,000 not to become Tomei? Huh? Is a chiyov to bury him right now? Or a chiyov to call up? I hear 
but he has the other way out of it. So if Kimki says very good, again, MDY kids, the, the Ramos says that he's not to spend any money. Because normally he would do it himself. He'd try to avoid the, the thousand dollar cost to do it himself. He's not mechuyev to. And uh, some say like him, some explain like Kimchi, that he has a mitzvah now. Fakir, he shouldn't spend money. It's his mitzvah. You don't, you don't spend money to get out of a mitzvah. You do the mitzvah. So says the same thing on Shabbos. You're not mechuyev to do things that you typically wouldn't do. You wouldn't knock on your neighbor's door at three o'clock in the morning. Hey, could I have a flashlight? You throw you down the stairs. Why are you waking me up at three o'clock in the morning? You want to avoid Chil Shabbos, that's why you're waking me up? You wouldn't do that. That's not a normal thing to do on a Wednesday night. So just because it's Shabbos doesn't mean you should do it. That's what you say it brings from here. Okay? Because it's Shabbos, I do want to say the story that made a big rush on me when I was a kid. It's brought down again. This I for sure said in cheer, but the Chazanish, uh, it's, it's brought down in, a, in the Sefer of the Rav of Beersheba. The story sort of happened with him. That the guy in Beersheba was a non-religious guy. He was working on his motorcycle on Shabbos. And he had the Argosha his father's in the room. And his father was Nifter, told him, what are you doing? Do tshuva. He kept on dreaming this over and over. This recurring dream. And he kept on telling his wife, my father keeps coming and telling me to do tshuva. So his wife said, you're Meshuggah, you know. So finally he decided to go to the Rav of Beersheba. told him what happened. And the end of the story is that basically, after a bunch of times of dreaming, he, he saw his father. His father was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you making me come to you? So he said, this is getting out of hand. His wife said, he's seeing things, you know, the whole thing. So he went to the Rav Bereshava. The Rav Bereshava says, I don't know anything about this stuff, this superstitious stuff, dreams, that. but this is a person in Bnei Brak, his name is the Chazanish. Go to him. So he said, okay. He's a non-religious guy, goes to the Chazanish, waits in line with everybody, and... He goes into the Chazanish, and the Chazanish looks at him, he says, Ah, you're the person that's been matriach, your father, you come to this world. The guy was shocked. How would a guy in Bnei Brak know this? And he had a rure tshuva. He writes, this guy writes, he had a rure, he thought about doing tshuva on the spot. He says, this is not, so my dreams are not dreams. There, there's, there's a lot of emes to it, and this guy... And then the Chazanish asked him, he says, I, I don't understand. And the Chazanish says, yeah, I could see. Your tshuva is in Skabal, it says. He says, but tell me, how are you zaycha to, to the, well, there's a lot of non-religious people that don't have this kind of push. So he said, I gave tzedakah once. He said, no, no, no. He kept on telling him things until finally he tells the Chazanish that during the war, he was a young kid. He was like a 12-year-old. And his father told him to take these dead bodies and bury them. And it involved uh, if you'd be caught and he was very grossed out by the bodies and the whole thing. And he went and he buried them. The Chazanish says, oh, that's the reason. That's, that makes sense. So I'm just saying, uh, the Indian of Mace Mitzvah is a very, very big mitzvah. And uh, I usually don't say Mises like that, but this Chazanish and the Rav from Beersheva wrote it. So, okay. Matzi Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> he ended up doing tshuva. Okay, says the Mishnah. They're walking on the way. Who's first? So now we have a whole sugya. Who should become tamei before the other? Lezer says a kain gadol. Believe you hear this. Kongadol, the whole Christ was dependent on him. He has such gdusha. He's the only one in the world that goes in Kaisha Kadashim. He and he was usually the biggest Hamad Chacham of the generation. No, but if it's the guy that Nazir, the Kongadol, should pick up the dead person and bury him and not the Nazir. So Chachamim argue, and this is how we pass him, then no. That a Nazir comes before even a simple coin, a regular coin. Forget about a coin God. There's a halacha of when it comes to tzedakah, you should give tzedakah to a coin before a levi and a levi before Yisrael. And some Achorinim want to say that 
you should give tzedakah to another Yisrael before Levi. Because another Yisrael has Gdusha, where Levi doesn't, the Torah doesn't call him a Kaddish. Says the Mishnah. I'll prove to you that a Nazar, you have a coin and a Nazar, side by side, a Nazar is more Chomer. Why? Because think about the ramification. The Nazar becomes Tommy, what happens then? Shave, go back, start over. What is it called? Go back to go? Shoot the ladder. No, uh, Monopoly is better. Shoot the ladder. Shoot the ladder. Back to the what? Return to go. The you have to bring korbanos. It's very expensive. You have to bring three korbanos, shoots and ladders. Call whatever you want. Another is more chamer. Look, he has to do all this stuff. you know. Another, a typical nazir is not a kaddish loylam. A kain is kaddish loylam. So what are you asking me? I hear you asking me the question. But there is a Nazir that is Kaddish Lailam. So a number of very good answers to that. First of all, Taisa says, Taisa says, So the, the Indian of Nazirus is a weaker Nazir, is a weaker thing. But the, much more than that. A Nazir is from today, when he accepts it upon himself, forever. But a coin was born like that. More than that. A Nazir could get out of it. What? No, but he's Gdusha's Kayan. We're talking about Gdusha's Kayan. We're not talking about Gdusha's Kayan Gadol. And a Nazir can get out of it. And also, a Kayan, La'ilam, can mean he gives it to the next generation. One Kayan makes another Kayan. A Nazir doesn't make another Nazir. Okay. So the Gdusha is a bigger Gdusha. Says the Gemara Bishlam, Kayan Gadol and Nazir. Over here, this is Lishna the Nazir. It's a Mashun and Lashon. Over here, Bishlaim, it doesn't, it's not a question. It's just, it means MS. It's, this is Pashat, the Koyin God of the Nazir. We had a Machlach in our Mishnah. I saw a Koyin God of Lodiv. I saw a Nazir Adiv. Okay, in that case. But what about. Hmm, okay. So here you have the picture of a coin Godel and a Nazir, and they happen upon a body. Yoshi did all this tonight. So according to Rabbi Eliezer, oh, oh, very nice. I didn't even have this. Rabbi Eliezer says the coin Godel goes to the body, and the Nazir, why? Because the Nazir has to bring Karbanas. So that's how you put a little carbon there. According to Chachamim, the Nazir steps forward, it's Israel, very nice. Okay, Shmak, I didn't see it. See, I'm enjoying it with you guys. Meshuach So what's amazing is, boys, I know if Shapsi Kohn was here, you'd love it. You could see in Taisis de Ramaskil, Vachem Meshuach. What's a Meshuach? Meshuach is that Moshe Rabbeinu, he brought 12 lug of oil. Oh, check out Taisis. You're not going to believe this. It's unbelievable. Taisis brings the Pasuk from this week's parasha. We just read a few hours ago. Shemen, Mishchas, Kodesh, Yeh, Zeli, Lidar Seichem. I just want to point out, Taisis doesn't say it, but we learned it once. Ze is 12. And it's one of the only two times, I think, in Shas that we learn from a gematria. Does anybody remember the other gematria? Who said that? Yoni, what did you say? Get over here, Yoni. I need you to come here, man. I know you don't like to. Come, Yoni, come, please. If you don't come to me, I'm going to get up and come to you. No, I want, this is a big chizuk. It's a very big chizuk. I'll tell you why. I know, I know you're ish tsenua, Bemis, but it's a big chizuk. I'll tell you why. Yoni just said, yeah, yeah is gematria 30, and that's we learned. We learned in this Masechta that the Nazis, uh, for 30 days. Why is it a big chizuk? This guy is a chizuk for all of Klaishol. He has a nine to five job. He changes money in a change. Everybody knows there's a change. He's the only one there. Whenever you go in there, whenever you go in there, he's learning Torah. Usually MDY Shurim. <laughs> but he's always learning because it doesn't always have business. It's a guy that utilizes his time 
for the right thing. And I think all of Klai Yisrael should learn from you. And if you came up here and one person, one person learns more time because of you, it was Kedai to overcome Yibush and do it. Yishkoi <laughs> I, I've been there, I don't know, a hundred times. You come in there, it's not faking. You hear the audio, the Gemara is open, and as soon as you walk in, pause, takes care of you like a mensch. As soon as you leave, it goes right back to the Gemara. This is unbelievable. Okay, and that's, an, why am I saying it? He's the only guy that's screaming out, yeah, he remembers it, he does chazara, maybe somebody else screaming out also, but that's the, that's the voice I heard, yeah, you can look at Tysus here, basically what happened is, Tysus brings, the whole story. Moshe Rabbeinu brought 12 lugin of oil. Okay, it's a certain amount of oil. And with that oil, they anointed. In order for something to be Kaddish, you have to pour, that's one way, the main way. You pour oil on a kain Gadol, he becomes Kaddish. You pour oil on all the Kalim, the Beis become Kaddish, on the Mizbeach. It's only 12 lug. And for generations and generations, that 12 lug kept on going and going. It was a nace. Which king? Yoshio. Yoshio. Yoshio was going as it. He, he thought that something bad would happen. The going will take it. So he buried it. So from the time of Yoshio, huh? He's king. Ah, yeah, yeah, very good. He's saying, Reb Kimchi, Harava Goy Reb Kimchi is saying that he used it on kings also, 100%. He's done kings and Koyanim and Koyan Gdoilim. It just kept on going and going and going. But at a certain point, by King Yoshio, no more oil. So how does a kain gadol become a kain gadol? There's no more oil. Then they used the, the shemayin of gadol, the merub of gadol. He'd wear all the clothing, and that gave him gedusha. So now, as the Gemara, now that we know this, Moshuach b'shem and Amishcha. Daf memzayinum beis umeruba begadim. So I guess we could go here, now that we know this. You have the coin on the right, who I would have put him more with, with the big dikun, okay. But he, he had the oil poured on him. And you have a coin that he became a coin gadol only with wearing the begadim, and they bump into a dead person. Which one of the two should take care of the dead person? We just turned to Mamzayim Bez, Haslacha, Members of the HBA group and their families, amen. I'm not, I'm not, I hope not to forget tomorrow. By the way, there's over 303 people who are already doing Arvei Psachim. And it's, I'll talk about it tomorrow morning, Be'ez Hashem. If I don't remember, you'll remind me. But it's not too late to join Arvei Psachim because it's very, very short. 1.75 speed, 20 minutes. And we're just learning things about the Seder. It's unbelievable. Thing after thing. 64 mitzvahs that you could be Mikhaim and Lila Seder. Check it out. It's Kedai to do because you'll come to the Seder as a different person. So, how do you have a Merubah Begadim and a Meshuach B'Shem and a Mishcha together? So, we're going to have it twice now. The Rosh explains, and Tyson talks about it, you have a kind Gadol who had the oil poured, and then they lived through the period of Yoshio, and there's no more oil, it's gone. Then the kind Gadol got sick, so they have to bring another kind Gadol to replace him. But there's no more oil, so they use the, the Shemayin of Gadol. But the problem is that the original Kohen Gadol always takes over. He kicks the other guy out. So for that, the Rishonim say, they have a chap, that the guy on the left, he got to keep his job. Why did he get to keep his job? Because the guy on the right was sick for a very long time, or he went away somewhere far. So Mela, after a long time, you get to keep your job. Usually, when, you, when you're the replacement Kohen, and the other Kohen, let's say the Kohen Gadol gets a carry. So you bring this, this guy on Kohen Gadol, once he's tar, you're gone. Yeah, the guy has the flu. So he's sick for a week. The guy takes over, but once, once the week is over, he, that's it. Not in this case. It's a big chiddush. Okay. So says the, says the Gemara, Meshuach b'shem and Adif, 
The one on the right has precedence, so he should not touch the dead person. It's the one on the left. Why? Maybe par habo akal mitzvah. This week was parshas para. Okay, fine. Par habo akal mitzvah. That is, if a person is chayta, he sins. B'shoigig. What does he bring? A chatos. But a kohen gadol who sins b'shoigig, and it's based on his own halacha that he decided. So he brings a bull. He brings a par. That's a big nafkamina between him. The, those two guys in the picture. There's only one nafkamina. This. The guy on the right brings a, a par, the guy on the left never brings a par. So maybe the Gemara wants to say he's more chomor, maybe, fine. Next. Meshuach sho'ovar umeruba b'godem. Oh, so over here, the meruba b'godem because of the par, okay, givalde. I did all this. Meshuach sho'ovar, so... I don't know if you can tell here, but he's wearing a knapsack. In other words, he's wearing shoes, he's fine. He's already, he's done. He's retired. So, again, you have to come on to a very interesting story. You don't have to remember it, but just know that there's an interesting story here. We're talking about three Koyhanim here. First, there's this Gan. The guy in the right, that he's wearing a knapsack, says the Rosh, is the second Koyhan already. Because there's a Koyhan Gadol, and he was sick, let's say. So they brought the guy in the right, the guy in the white. And they still had oil, so they poured oil on him. But then the oil when it was decommissioned, they hid the oil. So, and the first kind God that was not in this picture dies. So where does this, the third kind God come in? Because there's a halacha that... <coughs> The coin has to be top, top notch, Tamut Chacham. And this Gan, they find out he's not the greatest Tamut Chacham. So they bring another guy in. They bring the guy in the left. But there's no oil left. There's only the Shemayim B'Gadim. So they tell him to wear Shemayim B'Gadim. So now you have a situation where you have a Meshuach who's not working anymore. Why is he not working anymore? Because if he was alive, if the original coin was alive and he was a good guy, he would be working. So how do you a situation that the guy on the right is a full-fledged coin gadol, but he's not, he's a retired coin gadol? It almost never happens. A coin gadol works until the day he dies. The answer is because he wasn't a good guy. And they found a much better one. So that's why we had to kill off the first coin gadol. And you have a second coin gadol who's not such a good guy. And the third guy, so now you have a situation, you have two coin gadol, one is anointed, one is not. Uh, sorry. Check it out. Oh, the guy with the knapsack. Oh, because we need, the Gemara is going to explain, you see this is Mizbeach. We need the other guy, the other kind Gadol, to do Avaida. But the one with the knapsack, he's done, he's retired. Next case. You have one that's a Balkari and one that has a mum. The guy with the mum, he should take care of the dead body. Why? Because the guy with the carry, tonight, he goes to the mikveh today, he's only coming for one day. He could continue doing the Avaidna based on Mikdash. But a guy that has a mum, he can't do the Avaidna now. Let's see what he did here. Oh, one has swords. He's a Meshuach Mechama. Meshuach Mechama is a Kayan. Listen to this, Rabbi said. He's a special Kayan. He's like a Magid. Okay, let's call him a Magid. He's a guy that's really good with Musar. He's not a Kayan Gadol. He's not as Gan of a Kayan. He's a guy that gets up and he knows how to motivate the troops. It's up, and he screams. He said, "We got to go to war. We're going to kill the enemy. We're much better than them. We're much stronger than them. We have the rebbeinu All this stuff. So, who's more important, the guy that could do the avodah in the base hamikdash, the zgan on the left, or the guy that they need him for the army? He's top-notch guy in the army. Who's more important? Hey, Menayi Adif, Meshulach Mechama Adif, the Chazin Mechama, 
Klaisol needs him for war, or perhaps, what if the Kain God will get sick? We need a replacement now. Toshma, the Sanya. There's no difference between these two. If they bump into a dead person, let's see what happens here. Oh, the Meshuach Muhamma should deal with it. Why? Because we need this gun as a backup for that. Wait a minute. It says the Meshuach Muhamma has precedence over. That's it? Okay, that's it. Let's go back. Very good job. I like it. From Moses Shabbos, like that. Givaldic. Hmm. I want it on. Okay, good. At the end of the day, it says that the guy that, that, that motivates the troops, he has, he's more choshev than this gun. So this gun should be metama. If you have two of them, and you don't know who to give tzedakah to, or two of them are under a pile of rubble, they both die, who do you save? You should save the motivator guy. My the Talubay Rabbim, the Balmusser, takes precedence. Because you need him for war, you need him for the, for the, for the soldiers. But who should become Tommy right now? We should make sure that this gun is tar. Loba Tigno is talking to a cipher on Friday. And he, we're talking about Tuma entirely. He's like, he said, you know, they used to live with fear of Tuma. Like, yeah. It's like every, somebody was asking me here, it's like, how did everybody know the halachas then, the rish and the shane? They lived it. It was part of their life. But he, but he gave me good mishalom. He, said, he took out a safe and he was saying, you know, people, if somebody's wife sat on a chair, you can't even touch it. Oh, it's Tommy, Tommy Mishkav, Medris. Okay, so you have to take the chair to the mikvah. But who's going to take it to the mikvah? If you touch the chair, you become Tommy. See, Yechab was going on. They were walking around in the street like this. Okay. Huh? Who? No, it's Tom and Medris. It's a different, it's a strong thing. Okay, go speak to him. Why does he have a replacement? You need him for, for replacement for the base Hamidah. So be careful with Tuma with him. If two people come, could become Tommy, let the Meshuach become Tommy. War is war, whatever. He'll take care of it a different time. But we might need this replacement guy, so make sure he doesn't become Tommy. Says the Gemara. In our mission, we had a machlokes. If you have a nazar and a kohen gadol, who should take care of the mace mitzvah? When they're walking together on the path, but obviously one by one, each one should take care of the dead person. How do we know that a, a nazar and a kohen gadol should become tamei to mace mitzvah? The Torah baron called nafshis mace loyavoy. I want to uh, show this thing for a second. It's very interesting. By Kohen Gadol, it says, The Torah specifies two that he shouldn't become Tommy. Don't become Tommy to anybody, <coughs> and even not to your father and mother. By Nazir, the Torah specifies four. Okay. Now, this is the list of the Shiva Kravim. The last one is depending, married, not married. But a father, mother, wife, son, daughter, brother, sister. If the Pasuk is talking about that a Kain Gadol shouldn't become Tomei, even to people who are not related to him, so Taisus says, we don't need a Kavachaymer. Taisus is beautiful. Every Kayin Gadol is a Kayin. Forget a Kavachaymer. A regular Kayin is not allowed to become Tomei to any dead person. He's only allowed to become 
Tomei to the Shiva Kravim. A regular Kayan could become Tomei to these guys. Okay? So obviously when the Torah is telling a Kayan God don't become Tomei, who's the, Kayin, who's the Torah talking to? About. A Kayan God is no less than a simple Kayan. If Rabbi Schoenberg cannot become Tomei to, to all the people in this room, or to anybody in the world, only to his own Kravim, so uh, certainly a Kayin Gadol can. The Kayin Gadol is no worse than a regular Kayin. So when the Torah says that he should not become Tommy to call on a fascist, what does it mean? Call a fascist means all his relatives. Oh, so if it means all his relatives, then why does the Torah say, I already said all your relatives. So those two words are extra. What I learned from Laviv, Laviv don't be metam to the father. The word la'aviv comes to say that you could be metam to make mitzvah. So what do you do with limoy? That we're going to have to see tomorrow morning. The boys have a wonderful week, a wonderful day. Shkoyach.